does it only say the captain's log four? It should say 46. <laughs> We've gone back. No. And I go to edit the thing and it's, uh, it's correct in the thing. I don't know why. Up. Uh, Up. Uh. There we go. Something worked. <laughs> there it is. Okay. There we go. Welcome to episode 46 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. Not episode four, like it was just stubbornly <laughs> being like, I'm just not going to display the six. <laughs> everything is good now. Thank you, Sam. Sam is it's our Sam. guinea pig yeah. to make sure everything is going on correctly and normal. Uh, hey, how did did you hear the 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 new like weight music? stuff at the start did 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 you by chance catch the like stream starting soon page thing that we had showing on because i tried to update the music to a different song uh, and hopefully down the road the idea is that the music will randomize uh -huh. i don't know if that's exactly Ooh. possible but i i i have some new songs that i cooked up in garage band oh. um so yeah there we go. We have some some fun and exciting stuff happening. Melissa, I, I have a question for you, though, right, oh, off, right the off the bat. Okay, what is it? So I'm wondering if we need some kind of hook at the beginning of the episode for the YouTube version. Specifically. Uh -huh. I guess it, it could work in the audio podcast only version as well. But a lot of things will have, like, a stinger at the start to be like, hey, this is what we're going to be talking about this week. Stay tuned oh. for more. Theme song. And then. Okay. And then, and then that. Should we do something like that? Or, alternatively, uh, there's another podcast that I listen to that instead of being like, we're going to do topic A, B, and C, they clip out a really funny section from the podcast oh. and put that at the start as like a, hey here's this really funny moment there's gonna be more of that there's more of that where that came from like the beginning of a reality show where it's like that pre-cap sort of thing like this is what you're gonna see this week on extreme makeover home edition i don't I know what modern reality shows are <laughs> neither do i <laughs> so i'm saying kind of has hesitantly but let's say yeah. you no, say I, i'm something, aware of the concept yes yeah let, let's say you say something really embarrassing and it's really no. funny and it we were just like wow who knew that melissa was that messed up well it all started an hour and a half ago when we began <laughs> the podcast exactly on episode four <laughs> so like <laughs> that whole thing could be like the first like 20 seconds of the show to be like that's what's gonna happen roll the theme song and then boom welcome to episode 46 and we'll get down to business there and then they'll 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 eventually get the full context of mm. how it came to be Sam says a D&D &D podcast I used to listen to would have an outtake as their hook because I would never uh -huh. hear the hook in the episode. I've, I've, I've seen stuff like that at the end of stuff, like a mm -hmm. blooper thing. It's an interesting idea to put one at the start. Yeah. I don't really edit these that much uh -huh. to be like... Let's chop this whole section out or take out the ums and 
errors and all that <laughs> stuff because that's way too much work. I used to do all of that, and it, I was just uh, like, uh-uh, nope. <laughs> Done yeah. with that. <laughs> so what do you think? I don't know. I don't. I haven't watched any video podcasts. If something's got my attention, it's got my attention. It's, I'm not like, well, show me what you've got or else I'm leaving. It's not even like video podcasts per se but just youtube videos in, yeah just, in just and longer youtube videos which i'm not typically or going for I've seen short but too. oh i will i will leave it up to you you're the guy who puts all this stuff together i think if there is if if there is a funny clip it, you can put it at the beginning but if we're just not snappy that week yeah you could try this week, you can hear us talk about these five topics. You can just record some pickup audio before you put it up. Top five, top five lists. <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> there you go. How was your week, Melissa? It's okay. Yeah? Okay. It's, oh, it's oh, oh, okay does not sound convincing. It's the same thing that happens every week, Kyle. Like, I can't think about anything that is not my job. How was your job? Did you get upset at Sally? Did you smack the shit out of Frank? Tell me about it. Uh, (laughs) Work is good. I got some free chips yesterday because a guy went to Qdoba and get some chips and queso. And he's like, I'm done eating these. Do you want the rest? And I'm like, hold on. What kind of a trick is this? Because nobody doesn't finish that. You're not just giving this away for free. He's like, no, I ate plenty. It's yours now. There you go. Like, it's good, but it's unsettling. Was it only chips, or did he have, like, left? No, it's it's the chips and the queso. Okay. Gotcha. Just making sure he he didn't, like, skimp out and be like, sorry, I finished all the queso, but you can have these leftover chips. I would eat a pile of chips. (laughs) I'm that person that will eat anything that somebody offers. We've got a lot of, like, public shared spaces in our office building. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mystery food all over the place. I'm I'm oddly kind of that person for my household. <laughs> like I, I, I they'll just be left over stuff. Or like we did a barbecue for my roommate's birthday, and we had a bunch of left over PBR and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of my roommates are on like a no carb diet so it was just like well we have all this bread and burgers and beer i was like i'm fine with that how about that <laughs> birthday cake <laughs> yeah, yes <laughs> so they're they're always like you can have this stuff and i was like sweet sounds good to me <laughs> a childhood thing that i miss in my adult life even though i very easily could supply it for myself but it's not the same anymore is when dad would just go to taco bell and just get a bunch of everything like here kids i don't i forget what you like i don't know how much you eat at a time anymore i don't know what your portions are here's just a big bag of stuff and like you'd eat it on friday night and then sometimes saturday morning when you like your kid and you get up early and you're watching cartoons at like 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. and then it's 11 but mom and dad haven't made lunch yet you can look in the fridge like ah oh, there's one gordita left that's perfect there you go <laughs> oh man i still have the social media things on there we go they're off they're fixed all more taco bell based content <laughs> that's always good content <laughs> what is your favorite me. taco bell item i'm actually not much of a taco bell oh, fan yeah. 
my dad and I used to have a little like jingle that we would sing whenever we, we okay. p- p- passed by a Taco Bell. And it was Taco Bell, Taco Bell, you think you've died and gone to hell when you eat at Taco Bell. It's <laughs> got such a weird rep. I've never had a bad time about a Taco Bell. I, so I'm, I'm a very picky eater. I can go there now and I'm p- p- perfectly fine. But I'm not big on vegetables all that much. So I don't like onions. I don't like tomatoes. I don't like lettuce. So especially when I was really young, Mexican food was like very big on that stuff. There are there are peppers. There are tomatoes. That yeah, I mean, still is. But um, like I I I I distinctly remember going to Taco Bell one Mm -hmm. time. I don't I don't think this was my first time, but it it was it, it was. One of the first times where it's like, okay, if I want to eat, I have to eat like now, and this is where we're going. So I asked for a cheese quesadilla, just like just chicken and cheese. Yeah. And for some reason, I think the person at the drive-through didn't understand that exactly. Of just like only chicken and only cheese. We don't want the extra stuff. Here, mm-hmm. here comes you know super pasty McPale white person coming up to t- Taco Bell. I where I grew up was also like very Hispanic or mm. like El Salvadorian specifically. Um, oh, so it, like it it uh, yeah, it was just like here's these pasty McPale white people who don't speak a lick of Spanish and you know <laughs> don't know anything about Mexican food. Um, and it, like it, it uh, it didn't come with nothing on it. It had everything, and I was just like, "Why does like how 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 do you screw this up? Like this is so simple. Only chicken and only cheese." And so I was traumatized as a young <laughs> as a young child by Taco Bell, and I was just like, "I hate Taco Bell." And then the, uh, there were all the stories of like, "Oh, the meat at Taco Bell is really really bad. It's disgusting. You shouldn't eat there." And Nice. I I might be some sort of a garbage person, but I love all the fast food and I always have a good I, time. I, I I like fast food too. Don't get me wrong. But Taco Bell was just one of those things when I was younger I couldn't couldn't do it. Uh, I liked them all. I I think to answer your question though, I th- there was something that I don't think they have anymore. Maybe uh-huh. I'm wrong. It, I, I think it was like their volcano burrito or something like that. I don't know if that's it. Yeah, it I don't was, track those because I don't do the spicy stuff. It was like rice and chicken and cheese. Mm-hmm. And I think there was some pe- peppers and stuff in there as well. But then it had uh, not it, it wasn't hot Cheetos. It must have been the hot burritos that they put on it. But that then they wrapped, right. they, they wrapped it all in a burrito mm-hmm. and it was really good and then i think it ended up being like we only had it for like a year and i was oh. like well i only ate here for a year then <laughs> i i enjoy the quesarito it's like a little burrito but with the outer it's not a tortilla it's two of them with cheese in the middle it's a whole quesadilla yeah. wrapped around a burrito and it sounds more decadent than it actually is but it's kind of cheesy and gooey and there's rice in it and something about the cheesy gooey rice really hits me. Mm-hmm. Try a quesarito in your future. Uh I th- I think I've had one. 
but it was a long time ago when I was still in college. Sam, I, I don't remember if it was the chili cheese burritos. Um, I, I, I oddly remember them being red. I, I'm not a big There are red Fritos. Frito I know fan, what you're talking about. But I, I don't know all of the flavors and nuance mm -hmm. that goes into a bag of Fritos. So, there you, there you go. <laughs> um, so let's see what happened this week. All right, first of all, Avengers tickets. Did, did okay? You get that yours? is one important thing. I did. I did do this Good, week. Yes. Okay. So when did they mine. go on sale? Like Wednesday? I I think so. Like Wednesday okay. morning. Yeah. So I get up in the morning. I see the trailer that um the new trailer's out and the tickets are on sale. And I text my friend like, okay. The tickets are on sale. What day are we going? Because we agreed that the day it comes out, we were going to both take vacation days mm -hmm. and make a whole day out of it. And I'm like, were we talking Thursday or Friday? And she's like, we're going to do Friday. So I put in my request for Friday. And I'm like, we'll get tickets when I'm out of work. And then everybody I talked to was like, yeah, I already went and got my tickets. And I'm like, oh, I got, I got to get on this. I can't up. fall behind. I believe that my saving graces would be that I'm going to we're going to a big theater uh -huh. that is fairly out in the suburbs. Okay. Like it's not central to a lot of locations. And we were going during the day. So like oh, I think okay. these 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 factors will save us. So you're, and so you're I wasn't not going Thursday evening then. No, we're doing Friday during the day. Cool. We're going to have like a 3-day weekend, have a whole time about it. We haven't decided what events are going to surround this yet. We're I going would to... suggest lots of margaritas. Oh, dang, we might just do that. There's a really good Mexican place by this theater. There, there you go. It, Guy Fieri went there once on an episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And regardless of you how you feel about the man... You a story that we will have to come back to. I think regardless of how you feel about the man, the restaurants he visits on that show do tend to be very good. And this place is great. We've been there a couple times. This What's is what we did. Called? It's called Espino's. Espino's. I don't know why you would be in Chesterfield, Missouri, but <laughs> you're welcome to join us and go to the big old Galaxy Theater. We're going to a four o'clock showing. Okay. That's I wanted bad. something earlier in the day when we could have a better pick of seats. My friend is like, No. If we do it too too early in the day, it's just going to feel anticlimactic. Like, let's save it a little bit. So we're going to go at like four. It's such a long movie. We'll probably want like a late 830 dinner. Mm -hmm. So this might be a day when we're out and like, okay, we're bookending this with a lunch and a dinner. Who knows? Yeah. And make a whole day out of it. That's the plan. We still got to figure out what are like, are there themed activities we could do? <laughs> I, we try this for everything. Trying to think if there's something that goes along with end game of like what you could do to, I mean, you could go kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We are not going to do that. We might go walk around <laughs> the big, big furniture store that also sells like arcade machines and pool tables and ski ball, not ski ball, like, um, like foosballs and air hockey tables and all of that. There's a giant, super fancy furniture store okay. by this theater. And it's our favorite place to wander into when we just have like 20 minutes to kill before a movie. And they're like, 
can we help you with something? And we're like, no, we're just bored and we want to look at fancy things. And they're like, okay, we get it. Have fun. <laughs> Go play with our looking machines. Things. Yep. So um, that involves games. That's good. That sounds like fun. I, I bought mine, like, it, once I saw the first link that they were oh. up, I was like, I'm getting mine now. Um, and I went to the Fandango app. I had to wait 20 minutes because I was in a queue of behind, like, eight people. Yes, this is what I've heard. I was listening to my favorite Disney podcast, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. And today they were talking about ordering their tickets. And one of the co-hosts is like, yeah, I was in a wait line for over an hour trying to get my tickets. I looked out so, then. So I guess it's good. I waited until like 7 or 8 p.m. that night. Yeah. So I'm going opening night, or, which, which I they they. Always do that stupid thing where they say opening night or opening day is that Friday, but yeah. it's really that like Thursday afternoon, and they just don't acknowledge maybe that they, it actually opens on Thursday. I, maybe I they can't weird. call it like an opening day unless it has showings A over more day. than like six hours or something like it that. Might, it might be something with that, and I, I think it's also just to get the theaters more money. Because the the midnight showings, while like special, while they were still a, th- I mean, you can mm-hmm. still go to a midnight showing when a new movie comes out. But they started doing them earlier, I think, to accommodate like parents of younger children who want to mm-hmm. go see something and can't like sneak out at like yeah. midnight. You know, they mm-hmm. have to they have to go when they get off of work or something. But that mm-hmm. that also kind of opens it up to more people means yeah. more money which means a longer like weekend box office thing yeah too. so that could be part of it who knows who knows but uh i'm going thursday at 6 p.m eastern Ooh, i'm gonna be stoked it's the first showing at this theater i'm gonna go straight from work and <sighs> probably gonna have to wait in a long line because i'm sure it's gonna be packed <laughs> see this is what we didn't want to do we've gone to too many movies like okay let's see it as early as we can and we go to like the thursday night or the friday night and we found we're just too tired and we have a good time and we like the movie while we're watching it but afterwards like we, we are too tired to retain anything and this I, happened to me with into I the spider verse too hyped I, and too excited i'm just like i'm gonna be up all night thinking about this and thinking no, about theories and everything no and- my my work is too involved i get exhausted like i saw into the spider verse like opening night i was so excited i really loved it like while i was watching it and like the next morning i'm like what happened in that movie i remember like three things that movie's so good, though. I, I know I, it's so good. I just I could not retain any new information. Like, by the end of the week, my brain had hit, like, a watermark point. Like, okay, too high. You, you, there's room for three more things. And you're going to remember Aunt May, <laughs> that scientist woman with the big hair, uh, and John Mulaney. Those are the three things you get. There you go. I'm, I, I have a space on my wall where I want to get some p- 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 posters and frame them and because i like i i since i don't have my desk in this whole podcast set up in my Mm -hmm. room there's a little bit more space uh that Mm -hmm. i just have open now uh so i need to figure out how to like actually decorate my yeah and stuff and i used to have other like comic book related posters and stuff like that but now i think i want to get like 
certain ones. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily specific posters, but things that I know I really, really like. And I was thinking of getting the poster to Into the Spider-Verse uh, and nice. then f- framing them and just getting a, a couple different things. Like a Cowboy Bebop poster or something. Or yeah. Something. I had a Cowboy Bebop poster when I was a kid, like a 10 year old, not like a kid kid. And I don't like, I, mean, I don't know where old is a kid kid. <laughs> I mean, I think 10 is like as early as you probably could have watched that show. So like that early, but not before I had a Cowboy Bebop poster and I, I don't know. I think just in between like moving to college and like having two apartments, I don't know where it went to, but I want to see if I can dig it up again because I love that thing. Did you hear the news about John Cho being cast as Spike? Oh, nice. I did not hear that. That's great. I love John Cho. Uh, So Netflix is working on a live action adaption. And that's one of those things that it's like, uh, they didn't do Death Note very well. Uh, that uh, and I know it wasn't Netflix, but uh, the Ghost in the Shell thing didn't go over so well either. Uh, who knows what's going to happen with this one? It's always dicey to see live oh. action stuff. Of I think a anime, a disappointing track record doesn't mean everything's going to be disappointing from then on because then there's like stakes. Like, okay, we can't do that again. Like that's why I've got. Really high hopes. But Hollywood does it again. No, well, that's why I've got time. really high hopes for like that live action Avatar series they're going to do because it was such a disaster the first time. They're like, no, no, none of those ideas. We're we're doing everything differently now. Like they're not going to let it happen to themselves again. So side note, since you mentioned mm-hmm. Avatar, I don't know if it was a recent article or not. If it, mm-hmm. if, it if it was news that was just coming out or if it's something i missed a long time ago but i saw something circulating this past week that basically said uh they canned a fourth season of avatar the last airbender the original cartoon in in favor of the m night Shyamalan movie that happened and so if 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 he wasn't going to do the movie, there was potentially going to be a fourth season of that show, according to one of the head writers. Don't I I I just saw stuff on Twitter. So I, I I didn't read into it much or if or if that's a new thing or, or not. But I saw that and I was just like. I'm never going to get those that hour and a half of my life back. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> But uh, yeah, so they announced uh, that John Cho is going to be playing Spike mm-hmm. um, in Netflix's live action. They they have they 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 have the whole crew. They they haven't announced who's going to be playing Ed yet. Oh, Ed, um, yes. But they they have Bay and they have Jijet, uh and all, the, all of that stuff. Let so me you'll, look you'll this up. This sounds great because I think about John Cho and his face has like the correct shape. Like he's he's just pointy enough for the job. <laughs> oh, like it's not like I love him to begin with, but I'm like, yes, yes. Oh, like he's going to be such a neat visual match. I like that. Yeah, I I I, I think he'll do do well. Um, what a good. 
Yes. Oh, Sam oof. says, I hated that movie so fucking much. I wanted, I, I watched it on demand with a very uh, unmentionable person who said, I liked what they were going for. It's a good adaption without ever seeing the original. And that pissed me off. I agree. Mm. I went, I saw it in theaters, unfortunately. I, I, I think, I don't remember what year it came out. I, th- I think it was one of the first movies that I like went by myself to go see because mm-hmm. um, that's a thing that I do. I go see m- movies by myself so that no one else bothers me. Um, <laughs> and it, it's it's actually one of the the best things. I'm just like, I, I can just go sit in the theater and watch a movie by myself and enjoy it the way I want to. I don't have to have the one dude who's sitting next to me t- talking the whole time or j- jumping, you know, and holding on to me being like, oh my God. Uh, but you just get a different friend. You need to pick one friend and <laughs> I don't like have any cu- friends. and like curate them. Like I've got a dedicated. This is my superhero movie buddy. We get each I, other for I've, this. I've so I I used to do do that uh, when The Walking Dead first came oh. out. There was me and a good f- friend of mine. Uh, we would go see or we would watch The Walking Dead on Sunday nights. Uh, and then slowly but surely we started to add like one more p- person mm-hmm. and another p- p- person and then that person invited someone else and then words started to g- g- get out and so it started to be this big thing and it, it just it got to the p- point where like all of the original people who were there stopped going because <laughs> they were like we can't handle this like we don't like people talking or asking well who's that mm-hmm. but i thought she liked him and i what happened to that dude <laughs> and all, all all of that stuff and so we were just like all right we're done enough of that but yeah that movie was awful <sighs> Big news on the movie front. Yeah, I'm re- I'm no, I'm I'm kind of listening. I'm reading about the this Cowboy Bebop casting because there's yeah. like a picture of four actors up at the top, and I'm like, I don't. Who is this fourth character from the show? <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't even remember there being another character for that guy to be because <laughs> I've not watched the show in so long. Like I really liked it when it was still actively. Uh, like it, when it was more regularly in like the Adult Swim um, mm-hmm. lineup, they might I, have even so like been, really cleaned it, up. It's been a super long time since I've watched the show. I think the, the that fourth guy is gonna play the villain. Okay, uh, now I, I'm remembering I, this guy. Rem- okay, I, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Something like Vicious or yeah, something. it says Vicious. Um, and I don't remember because I remember. Uh, I, I don't know if the show really. T- touched on that too much or not i'm wondering if that's the villain from the movie i think so like when i look at him and i remember that poster i think it's the same guy i don't know if i I even saw the movie this was a show i i i really loved whenever i could catch it but this was like you know it's on adult swim you know i don't always have like a vhs tape i can set up to record because i can't always stay up that late like i loved what i saw i don't think i've ever seen all of it and i don't think i have seen it since i was like a a middle schooler yeah i have yeah, to put it's, I, that, it's been a long I gotta time, put that on the time. list for this year do it do it for sure mm-hmm. uh you also went to go see us I, I did. I, I'd love to see a horror in theaters, it turns out. I don't think 
I'd really done it before last year when I went to go see A Quiet Place and then the new Halloween. I've got a buddy okay. of mine who's a big horror guy. Mm-hmm. And I I like horror whenever I see it, but I just don't have very many people to watch it with. It's no fun to watch it by yourself. Not like I get scared or anything, but just, oh, it's like a genre I think that is very much designed to be watched in a group. Like, oh, oh, did you see that? And isn't this fun? And wow, the effects. And I don't want to do that alone. What's the point? So I'm having this guy scared to scare yourself even more all alone in a dark room. (laughs) (laughs) Giant monsters popping out. Uh, I'd, li- I'd like to do it in it in a- I don't like to watch many movies by myself that's probably why I watch so much like YouTube videos a movie's a communal thing for me mm-hmm. like I well I could watch a movie by myself which is a half-hearted attempt at even enjoying it or I could watch this pile of YouTube videos that do not require a buddy I can watch those on my own they weren't designed for a mass audience but so this friend of mine comes over and he's been teaching me about horror. Like, okay, we're going to watch the thing. We're going to watch the first Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched uh, it follows recently. We watched don't breathe. So like old stuff, new stuff kind of all across the board. And he sent me a message saying, Hey, I went to go see us. It's so good. I would see it again. If you wanted to see it. And I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's go for it. Because this seems like the sort of thing I would want to see in a theater and not wait for. Even if I am in the middle of like, okay, well, I just saw Captain Marvel. And then this weekend I'm going to see Shazam. And then I'm going to go see Endgame. And I might see Endgame again and again. <laughs> it's like, I probably shouldn't spend more money on going out to the theater. But yeah, let's let's do it. It's it's good. It's ve- It's very, very strong. Very unsettling. But like... In a fascinating way. I like all the stuff that came together to put this movie together. There you go. So if if you had to kind of give it thumbs up, thumbs down, maybe you want to give it a number, where, what would you say? Is it worth going to go see? Yes. Yes. What did I just tell you, Kyle? I mean, you you can be like, this is a really good movie, but maybe wait till it's a rental or or, or like, hey, if, if, if. If if you can't uh, get a g- group of friends to go see it, then absolutely, you know, go r- rent it and do a movie night. I don't know. That, like, what 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 do you think the best experience with this would be? Uh, oh, uh, I'm a social creature. I don't like to do anything by myself. But if if you're a loner like Kyle and you go to the movies by yourself to begin with, yes, still go see this movie. It's really great in like a, a communal theater environment. And because my friend had already seen it, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there watching the movie and there's like just little fairly insignificant things to me. But I'll hear, he, he, I'll hear him gasp like, oh, that's right. He's like putting stuff together from the first time he saw this movie. And it was so funny that like it's just – a fairly nondescript action and he's like oh okay oh, yeah. interesting huh. oh, okay. yeah <laughs> yeah it was great no it's uh it's a really great horror movie and if you if you are the more easily spooked type i will say that it the horror is mostly in the first half of it and the second half of it's okay. more like just sort of action thriller pursuit like it's less scary and more like tense, just like, okay, we have a, a problem to solve. We are solving the problem of 
escaping. But boy, like this is probably one of the best opening and ending frames of a movie I've ever seen. Interesting. It's really strong. Interesting. Good to know. I I did not plan on going to see it because I'm not a big horror fan. Check it out. Um, It's I think it's got plenty for a horror fan, but it's not so deep into it that somebody who isn't normally into scary movies wouldn't like it. I also never saw his other one, Get Out. I've also not seen Get Out, and everybody I mentioned that to is completely shocked because they know I I can get into horror stuff. And like, no, I'm not. You know, I'm not scared of it or anything. I just know that oh, because it's I so. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't go watch them. Because no, like, d- that's the excuse that I hear from a lot of people. They're like, oh, I don't really like horror movies. They're not scary or anything. I'm like, I don't like them because I get scared. I, I, I don't want to feel that. <laughs> I, I don't get scared easily at all, but I do get bummed out easily. And I know this is a, like, Get Out is a movie with a lot of socio-political commentary to it. And I heard so many people who loved it. And I'm like, what if I see it and it just makes me sad? And I don't love it the way everybody else is. What if I come out of it, like, I I just feel bummed out and and upset? Like, what if I don't (laughs) have that reaction everybody else has had? What if I just don't see it? Then, I I can't react bad to it if I've never seen it. Who knows? No, but I have been assured repeatedly, it's not a bummer. You'll have a good time. Go ahead and watch it. We'll have to do a movie night. Now that you've seen us, be like, huh, maybe I'll go back and watch that. Yeah, I'll I'll invite my horror buddy over again and we'll get that one done. Sounds good to me. Uh, let's see what, 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 what else? What else? Uh, speak it. Let, let, let's keep the like movie TV mm-hmm. stuff going here. Uh, so on Monday, Rooster Teeth, uh, had their 16th anniversary. Um, oh boy. They're that old. Yeah, they are that old. They've been they going for a long, long time. Um, they, but, and they, they did a, like a 24 hour only Everything on their website is free, and you can watch all of their stuff. Oh, okay. They, Not they... like all these T-shirts are free. All these T-shirts are free. I wish. Um, but but no. So they they have they they do a lot of podcasts that end up going out on YouTube and stuff like that for furry. They do some more YouTube centric videos for furry, but then they have some more premium content. Uh, they've done like feature length movies. They've done mm. documentaries and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I I watched a bunch of their stuff because I'm like, well, I got 24 hours. I'm gonna yeah. take a break from all of the podcast that I normally listen to, and I'm just mm-hmm. gonna binge a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, and uh, two of the main things I watched was Waiting for the Punchline. Uh, uh-huh. which is a documentary about uh, Nick Scarpino, who is one of the uh, hosts and co-founders of Kind of Funny, uh, and his kind of j- journey into stand-up c- comedy. Oh. Um, and j- just kind of what it... Ta- not, not, I, I, I guess, yeah, like w- what it takes to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it was good. It, it was really fascinating. I'm not a big documentary <laughs> fan, mm-hmm. Uh, but every now and then it was like, oh, I like you. I want to support you. So, yeah, I want to go see that documentary. Yeah. Um, and it, it it's really 
g- good. I, I I highly recommend going to check it out. Uh, it's mm-hmm. really funny, and uh, I think kind of funny published it on uh, not the documentary, but on kind of funny's YouTube page. Um, they had a like a stand up night with a bunch mm-hmm. of members from Rooster Teeth of like this whole, like filming all of this documentary stuff culminated in that uh-huh. thing, if that makes sense, of like inspiring more members to try out stand up for the first mm-hmm. time and stuff like that. Uh, so they put that whole set up uh, as well, and then I watched that, mm. and it's really funny. Um, so if you like stand-up and you like documentaries, highly check it out. Highly recommend it. Uh, it's called Waiting for the P- P- Punchline. I know Rooster Teeth does uh, like seven-day free trials to, to mm. their stuff. So you can definitely watch it that way. Uh, or if you just want to go ahead and do a, a full month, it's like five bucks for a month of all of their content and stuff. Uh, but then I also watched Genlock. This is an anime. Okay. Uh, that this is one of the a- a- animes that they do. They also do Ruby. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've heard of that one. Uh this is their newest one. It's like a sci-fi mech a- a- anime kind of mm-hmm. in a uh, like a computer generated uh style. What was the Remember when we did the episode of the review show on Godzilla? And it yes. was the Netflix adaption. Yeah, it, it, mm-hmm. it, was, it was that that style. Um, but the main character is voiced by Michael B. Jordan. Oh. Uh, one of the other characters is, how do you say it? It's uh, Maisie Williams. The, oh, yes. Arya Stark from mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Uh, they also have David Tennant playing one of the characters. So they have a star-studded cast on on this show. Um, it's always fascinating to me to be like, well, I don't really know how to explain what Rooster Teeth is. They do these like podcast talk show things, but then they do like internet videos and Mm -hmm. then they do feature length movies and documentaries and stuff like that. And so then when I mentioned, yeah, they also do anime and, uh, like Michael B. Jordan is voicing the main, they're like, wow, they actually do real stuff. I'm like, yes, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Real, real things. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, but that show was very interesting. It was difficult Mm -hmm. for me to watch actually, because I both really loved it. It was like right up my alley uh-huh. and everything they had in that show I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I also felt like half of the show was just not there. Huh. Like there's kind of a, a big reveal that I felt like happened between two of the episodes. Like it wasn't Ooh. on screen. And I was very conf- confused for like a good two minutes and mm-hmm. they're just like, wait, I, I feel like it's skipping episodes. What is happening? And I did some research. No, that's just how it went. I was Oof. like, they didn't address this last episode. And all of a sudden, I'm expected to know this. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's not. You know, so I was just like, oh. ah, I love this. But they're, they're like the things are just <laughs> so glaring. Oh, well, at least now you're like. The advice for the next person who tries to watch it, that's that's fun. After you've gone through a narrative gauntlet, now you can, like, shepherd somebody else. Like, I read all those Dresden Files novels last year, yeah. and then I got my older brother to read one. 
Uh, he's been. Uh, I read all twelve of them all in a row. All in a row. I think he went to five, and he's like, "I'm gonna take a break. Okay, gonna come back to that thing." But he texts me at like the beginning of book three, like, "Did I miss something?" I'm like, "Nope, no, that's exact. That's how that book starts. It throws <laughs> you right into it." No, like your Kindle didn't accidentally give you like the wrong book and next in the series, you are immediately thrown into an action scene with a bunch of characters you don't know. It's fine. Wait like three chapters and you'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was that. I, I watched a whole, whole bunch of uh, uh, other stuff, but I, I think those two things were my favorite, despite Chenlock mm. also being very disappointing at the same t- time. Love is mm. complicated, as they say. <laughs> i i almost never have time to watch things that aren't my regular couple youtube subscriptions and what do we have to watch for this show and i carved out uh, a little bit of time the other week and i went on hulu and i found the first episode of this new network sitcom called abby's never heard of it it's it's brand new. I don't think it's had a lot of publicity yet, but it stars Natalie Morales from The Middleman. Did you ever see The Middleman? I don't. It's not ringing a bell. Okay, I'm gonna. Will you hold on? Because one of these days I'm gonna pitch The Middleman to you for the review show. I'm it's gone. It's great. Anyway, if you would know that show, she's from that. Okay. And I've really loved her since then. She's a really great performer and everything I happen to come across her in. And she was guest starring on an episode of Comedy Bang Bang this week to promote the show. And I'm like, oh, I saw there was some new sitcom coming out with her in it. Maybe I'll check out an episode just because I like her so much. Because it seems like a fairly general network sitcom template. She like runs a bar she runs an illegal bar out of her backyard and it's her trying to convince her new landlord to like get on her side and let her keep this illegal bar where like sounds all fun. the locals come and hang out like that yeah, okay that, that sounds i don't know if i'm big into like the sort of cheers model of it's just it's just a bunch of local people hanging out at like a bar hipster I, think cheers. I, <laughs> yeah, I think i've seen that enough times i don't know if i need to see it again but i like her so maybe the, we'll see the one time that i've been to austin texas uh <laughs> they my old i was there with one of my old bosses and uh, what it, it, it was like it was kind of a business trip thing that we were doing um but we one of the nights we went down to Sixth Street um, to you know go see all the stuff that was happening down mm-hmm. there because that's the big like hey if you're a tourist and you've never been here let's go to Sixth Street and yeah drink a lot um, and I guess around that area there's uh, like a couple houses that have been t- t- turned into restaurant slash yeah. bar things uh, so that's what that reminds me of like hipster cheers (laughs) anyway so it's a not terribly uh, oh i sound like i'm talking it down basically like the premise is not what really sold me on the show it's a a fine (laughs) solid premise what sold me on it is that it is filmed in front of a live studio audience outside at night like the show is set (laughs) outside at night she's got this bar out of her backyard are they actually serving drinks to people while they film stuff uh i have no idea i don't know she did not provide me this information via the podcast 
but they built like, I mean, they've got all their set houses out there where they film, but they built the bar on the back of one. And so they're filming it outside. And because it would all be set at night, they film it at night. It's not like daylight outside and they hung a bunch of scrims to like hide the light. No, it's outside at night. Like that is something I've never heard of anybody doing. So just from a technical standpoint, let me watch the pilot episode and see how this goes. Interesting. It looks great. And they tell you right up front at the beginning, you know, shows will be like filmed in front of a live studio audience. This one is filmed in front of a live studio audience outside at night and like coming in and out of like commercial breaks. There's a big sweeping crane shot of, yeah, here's like all the risers, all the bleachers where the, where the viewers sit and all the camera equipment and look, there's a little set you're watching. Yeah. Oh, it was just, it was an innovation I had not seen before. And I feel like there are a lot of shows that have like really in like they're formatted weird or they've got some crazy premise and this is a fairly standard premise, but they're like, we're going to shoot this in this incredibly specific way that even if it doesn't make a big difference to you as a viewer, you still know, oh, that's different. Now I want to watch this to see how that goes. It worked on me. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I, 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 since we, we do all the podcasts here on Skype and stuff, we can't do like fancy camera shots except all of these like single <laughs> things. But that would be like my dream is to have the yes. like to have an actual set where we can do oh. stuff like that and like uh, have multiple cameras and even see if we can have like a tracking shot when the podcast oh, starts. Yeah, and stuff like that. it's like, that gonna would look be like so neat. Attack um, of the show or something like that. I don't know, something. But yeah. Like I, that's, I just, <laughs> that's the dream. I, all of my TV references are from like 2007. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, good year for TV, if you're asking me. <laughs> oh, right before no the idea. writer's strike. Oh, just yeah, before that kicked in. True. I, I only knew about the writer's strike because of Lost. Yep, yep, big impact on Lost, mm-hmm. big impact on a lot of things that year. I was Definitely. super into TV at that time, and I had, like, multiple TV blogs I would read every day back when I had time to do Man. such a thing. <laughs> and I was I was very involved in how the writer's strike was going and what shows were affected and what arcs were cut short. And So we watched Pen15 on yes. the review show uh, this past past week go check it out the whatnots.com it's fun um and yeah like uh it 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 banks on nostalgia and i mm-hmm. mentioned in our d- d- discord and i mentioned it on twitter too map quest like who yes map i remember map quest printing out directions and stuff like that i but held on the mentioned map- um go ahead I was going to say, I held on to MapQuest for maybe like a year longer than everyone else just because I'm like, well, there's nothing wrong with it. When it doesn't work, then I'll try this new Google map. Then I'm like, oh, I I, I feel like an old person. I feel like a weird old loner. I want to use the Google maps like everyone else. Yeah, but then you you uh, you just mentioned TV blogs and that made me think of TV Guide. Like going to the grocery store and yes. seeing the like TV guide to digest thing in the in the store. I I'm sure it's still there, 
but like i i feel like that's another thing that like before the internet or before google you had to get tv guide to, I, to figure out what was on tv that week i have such a deep emotional attachment to tv guide because my dad is a tv guy and so we always had that subscription going up and i'd growing up and i'd look for it when it came in the mail every week and I'd read it every week just to, even if I wasn't watching anything, even if I'm like eight years old, I'm like, well, I like The Simpsons just to learn. Did, did you see that? What's wrong with your beer? I have no You did idea. like a double take at your beer. What's, what's so wrong I, with it? I took a sip, brought it back down, swallowed it, was going to put it down, but I realized there's a little bit more left in there. So I stopped and was about to take a second sip. But out of nowhere, it felt like it just exploded. And, like, it sprayed me in in the face. Uh-huh. But it was like, like, I, d- I didn't shake it, really. I don't, like, I don't, it just, like, <laughs> So, who knows? As you um, were saying. Some crazy trick of physics. No, I'd read it all the time growing up, even when I didn't know what was going on. So I've got a lot of weird assorted TV knowledge back here. And then when I was basically from Lost onward, I loved Lost. And Lost got me into what else was going on at the TV landscape at that time. What are other dramas I can watch? Because I think Lost would have been my first drama show as like a 14-year-old. And TV Guide was there for me. I remember that our TV Guide subscription came the same day Lost came out. Um, Like, it came on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I would read the TV Guide description for the next week's episode of Lost. And it would spoil me for tonight's episode of Lost that comes on in, like, three hours. (laughs) Like, oh, dang, Claire gets kidnapped. Oh, no. Spoilers. (laughs) I I had all the Lost episodes of um, all the Lost special issues of tv guide i'd like clip i'd like go to the 7-eleven and get the other versions i'm like well the six covers connect i have to have all six covers (laughs) i collected them for a long time not like i went out and found them but if i got one like i would put it in a box my high school senior photos like the senior photo shoot you go to (laughs) I was super into TV. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a TV writer. So they invite you to bring like props or whatever, like, you know, bring your guitar or, you know, bring the tuba you play in marching band or bring your football or whatever. I'm like, I brought a box of old TV guides and here are my favorite DVD sets. And here is a little like 12 inch old TV. So there's a picture of me. It's a picture from like above, like the photographer stood on a ladder and I'm sitting in an armchair and I'm holding a TV guide and I'm like looking up at the camera and I'm surrounded by TV guides and like DVD sets and like the TV set. Where did you come up with this idea? That's what I, I loved. That was my hobby. That's what I was going to do was TV. I don't think it was going to be me. I don't think anyone in our school did anything remotely like that where we we had like themed senior p- portraits. Like, I, I remember this past week, uh, or like a week or two mm-hmm. ago, I, ju- I Justine, put yes. out her senior portraits. And it, it's her with, like, an old school, like, Mac com- computer. Oh. And it's, and it's like, and it also was, like, a picture of her now, and it's her with her Mac. Oh. And, and uh, 
yeah, like it, like we never did anything like that. It was just like normal pictures. Like, I, I maybe mean, you would hire a photographer and go to a location, but you wouldn't be like in a studio with like DVDs behind you because you're like, I like TV. <laughs> well, I did. Like you had the simple like in school, just like headshot. This is what goes in the yearbook photo. And then they had to deal with like the photography company where they had a local studio space and you could go and get like some portraits taken there. And I went all out for it. I got so many different kinds. I've got like the envelope of proofs. I, it is in like, I know exactly where it is. It is in my closet. I will send you a picture of that TV portrait later. (laughs) My senior yearbook quote was from 30 rock. And it was Kenneth the page saying, there's two things I love in this world. Everybody and television. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that fits. It really spoke to me. That checks out. Before you said what your, your quote was going to be, I, I, in, in my mind, I imagined it being, I'll be your TV guide. <laughs> no it was that and my runner-up was gonna be a noble spirit in biggins the smallest man which is what is inscribed on the town founder statue in the simpsons there you, there you go <laughs> that's a good trivia question oh that's basic stuff well i wouldn't have i wouldn't know that <laughs> simpsons trivia goes down deep that's like yes, sam in biggin <laughs> that is like it's a perfectly cromulent word that is like the second grade level cromulent? Of... watch one go go what find the it hell does cromulent mean kyle these are the i'm not gonna re-explain english <laughs> i'm not going to re-explain a simpsons joke to you kyle you just have to go and watch that episode yourself this isn't my job <laughs> So that is more specifically a a reference to a Simpsons episode to say it was cromulent. Yes, yes, this is the joke. The the inscribe like the saying on the statue says a noble spirit embiggens the smallest man, and Lisa's like, I don't think embiggens is a word, and somebody else is like, of course it's a word. It's a perfectly cromulent word. That's the okay. jo- that's the joke, Kyle. And now it's not funny because I had to explain it to you because you haven't seen you. But now, but now I can be on the joke, and now it's funny to, to me because I because okay, it, it it worked on me. I was like, what what the fuck word is that? I've never heard of that word. That's not a word. You can't just make up words. Of course you can. <laughs> oh man. Uh- <laughs> But anyway, this is like very basic Simpsons trivia. I'm never going to win a trip. This is like. I'm not a Simpsons No, this is like a, a second grade question. It's like, okay, uh, who invented the cotton gin? What's 12 times 12? What is the saying on Jebediah Simpsons, on Jebediah Springfield statue? There you go. S- Elementary. S- Sam uh, s- said that she told her system to define cromulent and it took her to the wikipedia for lisa and the iconic class that's it that's the episode oh so smart there you go uh moving on though Mm -hmm. you wanted to talk about the joker trailer real fast real fast like this isn't a discussion topic the topic is i saw it 
Look what at did that. you think of it? I'm intrigued. It looks way more normal than I would have guessed. Like, it seems like just a kind of, like, dark drama. Not dark in that, just like kind of a sad kind of dark comedy drama almost like it does not seem yeah. like oh here's a movie about the world's favorite supervillain i mean i i yeah it's it's not it's not gonna be a happy go go lucky like you're the world's most favorite supervillain i i, I it's it's I, very obviously not gonna be that i i feel like it in the most literal sense is going to be a train wreck like we're gonna watch this thing just spiral deeper and deeper and i to be honest i don't know if that's a good thing hmm. on 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 one hand i'm kind of interested um but on the other hand it really is uh like i i i don't know how to explain it because i i i don't know if i can really relate to some mm-hmm. like the whole like mental illness thing i yeah. I, I, don't, I don't i don't feel like i've connected with that that that's not been my experience since mm-hmm. I've, I've not been de- 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 diagnosed with that and i noticed a lot of people on t- twitter being like this is gonna be a movie basically glorifying white men with mental <laughs> illness and i mean not not necessarily glorifying but like in a bad way like hey J- joker is a bad person like mm-hmm. it's not it's not necessarily that he's mentally ill it could be but mm-hmm. you also don't want to necessarily link the two he is bad because he's mentally yes. ill that's also not a good thing um and so it's it's walking a really fine line i feel like I, I, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about it strictly as a film and the genre it's playing into. What's weird about it yeah. to me is that it looks like if you wrote down the basic premise of the Joker, like, okay, you can fit it on one of those little post-it notes that's just like an inch across. Write down as much about the Joker as you can fit on that post-it note. Okay. That's what they're making the movie out of. It's like they took the one sentence description of who the Joker is and didn't think about his entire history and all the different appearances and aesthetics and stories he's had. There's like, okay, here's a version of that one sentence description, which I'm not saying is bad. It's just a really interesting turn to take in that it feels so different from every other move at like every other DC property movie. Totally. I'm intrigued by this thing. I, I I think since DC started to go into the like, hey, we're kind of having a shared universe and then mm-hmm. failing at that, and then still having some that's like it kind of ties in. Shazam mm-hmm. is kind. I I I haven't seen Shazam yet. I'm hoping to this weekend. Yeah, I'm going t- tomorrow tonight or first thing in the morning. Um, but yeah, like it's it, it it's. I, on one hand, I'm really interested to see what they do with it, but I, 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 DC doesn't have a good track record for live action stuff yet. So I don't know. I, I, I don't want to judge it yet since it's only a trailer. Yeah, but. I even if it's not good, I still kind of admire that they took such a weird turn to make a movie that is not very weird. Like, it does not feel remotely comic booky, 
superhero-y anything like that. It looks like that's, just a drama that's about a man Alan who becomes Moore a clown criminal. Character. Uh, hmm? And that's kind of what Alan Moore did with the character. Is he? Uh, it's it's one of those things where uh, he gave one version of the origin story, and even mm-hmm. then, it wasn't exactly yeah, yes. clear what happened. And so, the movie might take that kind of approach, um, where we just see this man's life spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. And I, I uh, not to say that he's he starts becoming bad, but maybe the person he actually is starts coming out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And you just see how fucked up this g- guy is. Who knows? Oh, I just think I think it's bold to take one of the biggest characters in comic books and remove everything quote unquote comic booky about him and make it just seemingly just a a drama. A fucking clown. Yeah, yeah. It's like Running if Marvel was like, types. this is just a movie about a very rich man who makes a mechanical suit. And there's no super villains or superpowers or anything in it. It's just a man in a mechanical suit, and it's just a straight drama about him. It's not an action adventure at all. <laughs> I mean, it, on, on on one hand, like humanizing those heroes is what mm-hmm. helps us get into them and care about them. Yeah, but like for villains, that's not necessary. Like that usually doesn't work. Like there's mm-hmm. there's a number of villains out there that you care about because they have some they made some good p- p- points right like magneto yeah magneto made some good p- points mm-hmm. um of, of of just like you like you you can understand where he's coming from and mm-hmm. why why he's taking the stance he is and then there's characters like joker where he's just kind of this anomaly where he yeah. he really is comic booky in the tr- truest sense of the word where he is this over the top larger than life like evil clown um and not not necessarily in like a scary way sometimes he can be but in maybe a more like whimsical and creepy way and that's what makes it scary Mm -hmm. but you also don't know like you don't know Mm -hmm. his origin story and that's also what makes it scary yeah he just is a thing like we don't <laughs> who knows where he know. came from yeah. i do like and i do like that this movie isn't trying to be at all like definitive or here it is the joker origin story we're going to do for at least like the foreseeable future until things get rebooted again it's just i think i would like it a lot if it takes that approach where it it dives into what is real what is actually happening mm. here in this movie like this guy is crazy is the things he thinks is happening what's actually ha- is are the things i'm seeing actually happening mm-hmm. you know if, if they do stuff like that that might be interesting j- just to see this on origin story so to speak like it's an origin story that doesn't really give you a definitive origin story mm-hmm. but then that could also just be a mess oh uh, i I don't I don't really have any views just like I think it's interesting that they're trying something so vastly different from anything else that's out there and something that's so much more normal yeah like it seems like such a conventional drama that just happens to be about the Joker (laughs) there you go um 
so I I kind of wanted to wrap things up with mm-hmm. my Guy Fieri story that I oh I yes like. he reminded me of this at the start yes I, I feel like I've mentioned this somewhere on a podcast some time ago I don't know if it was with you or if it was a long time ago with Paul mm-hmm. um, but I I know I've told this story to a number of people and I I just I find it so stupid and so funny um so when i was doing all my college tours mm-hmm. and stuff like that i came down here to richmond to do my my uh my tour here at vcu and uh i knew some people down here i was still uh, super involved in my church at the time so instead of like staying with everyone else at the dorms i worked it out so i could stay with some of the uh, other like campus students who went to the the same church uh Mm -hmm. down 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 here um and so i got to stay with them and stuff like that my parents came down as well and we did all the tour stuff you know that next day Mm -hmm. uh but they let us out for a break for lunch and apparently, um, my mom, having been her first time here in Richmond, uh, looked up, like, what are some of the restaurants that we should eat at? Like, what are mm-hmm. some of the good, you know, spots that we should hit? And she found one. Um, it's a little restaurant called The Village. Okay. Um, and she wanted to eat at that one because... It was also on diners, drive-ins, and dives. And parents Guy, love it. Guy Fieri stopped there. My mom loves cooking shows. Uh, you can go in the in the village cafe now, and they have a big poster signed uh, by Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was like, uh, let's see, I g- graduated '09, so this would have been like summer of '09. And I don't think Virginia had passed the, the law that you can't smoke in no. restaurants yet. It was happening that year, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I don't smoke, so I didn't really pay, mm-hmm. pay attention. But I remember that being a thing. And I we we get to this r- 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 restaurant. My mom is super excited to, to eat there. It was on the Food Network, Guy mm-hmm. Fieri, everything. It's going to be great. And you walk in, and it's, 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 it's not super small, but it's crowded. Uh, mm-hmm. And when you walk in, the first thing that you get to is the bar. It's literally right there. Um, mm-hmm. And again, as I mentioned, they hadn't passed a law that you can't smoke in there. So everyone at the bar is smoking. And my mom is like, oh, my God, we can't eat here. It smells like smoke. It's disgusting. Blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Um, and oh, you know what? I fucked it up. God damn it. <laughs> I fucked it up. So... What happened was we we uh-huh. were on, so this restaurant is on campus. My mom did not know that okay. this this was a restaurant that was on Food Network and Guy Fieri stopped there. Uh, we were touring one of the art buildings and you can literally see it from one of the art buildings. So for lunch, we're like, we'll just go there. Um, and we get in there, and yeah, it's it's this this thing of like everyone's smoking. We can't eat here. It's disgusting. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, and so You're mocking your mom for a very sensible outlook, <laughs> I mean, sure, but like, but just like, it's this thing, like it's the middle of summer. It's really hot out. Like we, we haven't eaten, like we just want to eat some food, you know, you, you know, um, and my mom's being like, I don't like it. It smells weird. 
<laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> but uh, so then uh, we end up eating somewhere else. I totally forget where. Uh, my parents go to their hotel that night. I go off to stay with my friends. And that's where she happens to be watching Food Network uh-huh. and sees that it is on diners, drive-ins, oh. and dives. It happens to be that episode. But Oof. here's the thing. She doesn't recognize it. And she sees that it's in Richmond, and, 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 and she's like, we should eat there tomorrow. Why don't we go there? And my dad just has the biggest facepalm moment of just like... That's where we were today, and you didn't <laughs> want to eat there. Like, <laughs> like God, we we were there. We could have eaten there already. <laughs> and so we 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 went back that next day, and my mom t- toughed it out. <laughs> but it was just like, come on, mom. <laughs> was the meal worth it? It 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 was. They are they are pretty pretty tasty. Yum. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Ham says you said Guy Theory and uh, I, I had to go find a clip I made but uh, I I cannot read right now uh, go find a clip I made but it's like barely relevant and then she said holy shit as I told my story there you go good stuff yeah. that's my Guy Theory story <sighs> mom this is why we can't have nice things <laughs> well you can you just have to wait a day until it receives a professional recommendation yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah so that 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 was that i say we wrap things up here yeah. though um because it is starting to get a little bit late on mm-hmm. on my end um but yeah couple of housekeeping things i've been working on a bunch of new design stuff for the whatnots i've been working on our website a little bit all our social media stuff uh you guys may have seen me slowly rolling out some of this um over the past couple weeks but i took the past couple days to do some more work on all of that stuff um so there's updates on our website there is updates for all of our like podcast cover art stuff that you see in some of the apps and stuff like that um and i finally updated the ones for the reactor core uh so we have a new logo for the reactor core which will be pretty neat and i'm working on an animated intro for that as well so we won't have to use the whatnots review show one uh, and eventually I want to redo the whatnots review show one and mm-hmm. the log one because those need a little bit of an update as well. Uh, but be on the lookout for that stuff because I'm proud of it. I like it. Good stuff. Uh, I also mentioned Good. we did an episode of the review show on Pen15 this past mm-hmm. week. That was good stuff. Go check that out, thewhatnots.com. Uh also regarding the review show, we are no longer going to be live streaming it out to the public uh, like we used to every Sunday at noon Eastern time. However, it still will be live streamed for patrons. Uh, so if you like this show or the review show uh, and you want to live stream it at the same bat time, same bat channel every Sunday at noon Eastern, 
the one dollar patrons uh can join along there but it's a book club style show so that's yeah. why we were like it's not really great for live streams unless you've mm-hmm. read the book or you've seen the tv show and mm-hmm. followed along at home uh but but yeah so we will be putting that behind Patreon. This is still going to be streamed every Friday at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time, mm-hmm. uh, I believe is what we've been doing. So stick along with that. Patreon.com slash the whatnots where you can support us. Thank you to Sam and mm-hmm. Eric and Christine for supporting us on Patreon and at uh, the $5 level too. That's fantastic. Uh, thank you guys so much. We are also $1 away from reaching our first Patreon goal. Uh, so if you guys want to help us out, that would be great. I've talked mm-hmm. way too, way too, way too <laughs> long. I need to figure out how to shorten all of that stuff, especially <laughs> for this stuff. Cause putting at the end, I'm sure people will just tune out. <laughs> That being said, uh, Melissa, where can they find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWith. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Yeah. Uh, And if you guys want to find me on the internet, I am at YoKyleSpringer on all the things. uh, Twitter and Instagram. uh, The Whatnots uh, on Twitter is where you can find all the updates for this show or any of the other shows we do. Uh, And yeah. Good stuff. New episodes mm-hmm. of The Captain's Log come out every Monday. But again, if you want to get them early, patreon.com. Go like, share, subscribe, hit the bell, tell a friend, tell a foe, mm-hmm. sell your soul, do anything you need to do uh, to help us spread the word. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Thanks, Sam, for hanging out with us in the chat. Yeah. And yes, we are still $1 away from reaching our, our, our goal. We have a very small and humble following so not <laughs> not very many d- 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 downloads not very many people uh get to hear most of this stuff so we can mm-hmm. use all the help we can get that's for sure mm-hmm. uh that being said this has been episode 46 of the k- 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 captain's log we will see you next week adios bye bye